So therefore, one talaq is the sunnah. Now, you will say, some people might uh, have heard this, which is to say that the way to give talaq is, give one talaq in each clean period. So now what's happening here? You are changing the system that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created, which is, you give one talaq, you don't want the woman, what must you do? Leave her alone. Just wait for the idha to finish. She's gone. Now you are change, change, You are now changing the system. What are you doing? You are saying one talaq in the first clean period, second talaq in the second clean period, third talaq in the third clean period. Now she is irrevocably divorced. Now you, she cannot marry you or you cannot marry her unless she marries somebody else and he divorces her in the normal course of things. Question is why did you do that? You wanted to be free from the woman. So you, you were free. There was no problem. If you just gave one talaq and kept quiet, you would have been free. But you said, no, 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 no. I want it so that it becomes irreconcilable, irrevocable. The justification that people give is that, you know, we don't even want a chance of reconciliation. Now my question is, when Allah gave you a chance of reconciliation, why do you say you don't want a chance of reconciliation? Don't reconcile. I mean, understand this. Nobody is saying you have to reconcile. Don't reconcile. But how do you close a door which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened? Please understand, we are not talking here about the opinion of Ibn Taymiyyah or this one or that. We are talking about the ayat of the Quran. We are talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu. Allah opened a door for you. You had no need to close the door, but you decided to close the door. Then you might say, if that is the case, then why do we call this or why do the ulama call this Hasan talaq, good talaq? There's a confusion in the mind of people. say, oh, you see all of these, especially the, the Hanafi ulama say, so we say all Hanafi ulama are crazy. They're not crazy. We are crazy because we don't understand what they are saying. Hassan compared to giving three talaq in one sitting which is haram. You understand the point? It's not Hassan compared to the Ahsan which is to give one talaq. It is Hassan compared to giving... Now here you are shooting off talaq like you know the wild western bang 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 from the... <laughs> they are saying don't do that if you are so adamant if you are so completely crazy about this thing then at least do it like this are they recommending this are they saying this is the way no what is the way the way is one talaq leave her alone for three months she's gone khalas alaikum. but if you are so adamant now you might say what is the need even to say that Wallahi, that is a question which I am not going to answer. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to do that which is uh, pleasing to him. Definitely this causes confusion. And therefore maybe because it was meant, meant like this and explained like this, somebody now short circuits it and give all, all the three at one go. Confusion happens. Simplest thing is stick to the correct way which is one talaq in the clean period. There is no confusion. There is no problem. That is the kitab, that is the sunnah, stick to that. But how did this come to happen? This is the way it came to happen. Now, the important thing in here is to understand that why at all did people, and there is a hadith in uh, the Rakutni, uh, which is which talks about this. And uh, Imam Malik and others considered that hadith to be weak. Imam Malik said this is a bidah. Uh, and it goes against all the uh, evidence. However, uh, one of the great uh, ulama of fiqh of the Hanafi madhab, uh, Allama ibn Humam, 
who was the student of uh, Hafiz uh, Ibn al-Hajar al-Atqalani, the, uh, the person who wrote Bulughul Maram, which is the book of hadith which is used for extraction of rulings. So, one of the great ulama. Um, uh, Ibn Humam, uh, he also wrote a book called Fatul Qadir, which is like an encyclopedia of fiqh. So, he's a very great alim. Now, what he said was, he said very simple. And see, the, the thing to understand is that the purpose of the faqih, the purpose of the mufti is to try to make things easy for the public, not to make them difficult. So, therefore, sometimes they will, they will give, they, they won't make halal into haram and haram into haram. They will not do that. But they will give you room until the boundary. This does not mean they are recommending that. It just means that if you are in this position of being stuck, then we allow you to do that. For example, one of the, uh, on a side note, one of the things that is happening right now in India is that our Hanafi ulama, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them, when cases like this come of, of triple talaq, they come to them, they tell them go and make ruju with the uh, ulama of Ahlul Hadith, who consider three to be one. Why are they doing that? Why don't they give a straight Hanafi, Hanafi fatwa to say, Haram, because they want to give you some room. Their logic is the person going for coming with this thing, the person probably doesn't understand what is Hanafi, what is Shafi, and so on. So, let us give them the benefit of doubt. If there is some room for them to get out of the problem, we give them the uh, room for the problem. We don't say, I am a Hanafi, therefore, this is my fatwa. No, we say, why don't you go to the uh, Ahli Hadith people, you uh, take your masala there, and they will solve it for you inshallah. So, this is un unofficially, it is happening. Alhamdulillah, there is enough of an understanding among our ulama. They are doing that. May Allah bless them. But this is the reason. Why opening? So, now Allah Ibn Muhammad said, was that the reason for allowing this, giving one talaq in each clean period, he said the heart is a strange thing. It comes and goes. Uh, you know, love happens and it goes away. So, he said, okay, you give one talaq and then Give it some time and then you know in the next uh, period, if it's still things have not sorted out, okay, give, give another talaq. Having said all of this, are they saying this is the correct way to do that? This is what you should know. Nobody said that. Correct way is one talaq in the clean period. Why is this Hassan? It is Hassan compared to giving three talaqs in one sitting about which all of the ulama are of the opinion that this is something which is prohibited. Except Imam Shafi, they all said it is haram. It is haram with Imam Abu Hanifa. It's haram with Imam Malik. It's haram with uh, Imam Ahmad, uh, with Ibn Taymiyyah and so on and so forth. Imam Shafi said, we don't use the word haram. He didn't say it is permitted, you should do it, wonderful thing, go on. No, no, no. He said we don't use the word haram. Why? Because Imam Shafir was of the opinion which was shared with people like Ibn Abbas and Imam Malik and so on. Imam Malik, famous, uh, his, one of his quotes, he said that we do not call haram anything which Allah has not called haram in his kitab. Right? So that doesn't, that doesn't mean that everything else is haram. No. The word haram. Why? Because in Islam, if somebody deliberately does something which is haram, that person is committing kufr. So the aima, the ulama say, we don't want to push somebody to a point where the person now is exited from Islam altogether. So we say, no, no, it, it's, but that does not mean this is a good thing. Of course, it's not a good thing. You are punishable. You should be punished. There's no doubt about that. But Imam Shafi said, we don't say it is haram.
But Imam Abu Hanifa and others, they all said, no, this is haram. You cannot sit and give three talaq at one go. Now, having said that, you might say, well, if it is haram, then why is it valid? Simple way to explain that is this. Is it halal to shoot somebody? If you don't like someone, you have, you have a ikhtilaf. Is it halal? Is it permissible in Islam to, to kill the person? No. But if you shoot somebody, will he die? Of course. So you can't say, well, you know what? I shot him, but he is not dead because I never intended that. No, no, no. You did something, it has an effect. But should you have done that? Is your action halal? No. Should you be punished for the action? Of course. That is the easiest way to understand why giving three talaks in one go is haram, but it is valid. Except with Imam Ibn Taymiyyah Rahmatullah where Ibn Taymiyyah Rahmatullah said that it is not valid, it is only one because it's a, he said it's like writing on water. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed you can't say anything else other than that. And as far as that is concerned, three equals three. Now you might say, well, why did the others say any, something else? I'll give, you, I'll give you an understanding of that. All the other people, they went, the best way to understand this is Umar al-Khattab understanding of things. Sayyidina Umar al-Khattab used to say that when Rasulullah was alive, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the knowledge of people's intentions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him who are the munafiqun, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said who are the people who have, whose intentions are wrong and so on and so forth. Umar al-Khattab said that the Prophet is not with us anymore, so now we don't understand people's intentions, we will go by what we can see. So if a person is praying, we say he is a Muslim. Whereas with the Prophet people were praying, but Allah said they are not Muslim. Allah said they are not Muslim. But the man is praying. Abdullah bin Ubay bin Sarul, the chief of the Munafiqun, he prayed every salah behind Nabi from Takbir Ula. But Allah said he is not a Muslim. But Sayyidina Umar said, this is for the Prophet He used to get wahi. He knew. I do not know. As far as I am concerned, the man is praying. I will say he is a Muslim. What is his intention? Is his, does he have ikhlas? No ikhlas? I do not know. I do not go into that. That is not my job. I have no means of knowing. As long as whatever is I see, I will bear witness to that. Taking that hadith, some ulama said that Nabi Wasallam used to ask the intention, if the man's intention was to say one or three, then based on the intention, Nabi Wasallam used to give because he knew the intention of the person, so he, he would allow it. So therefore, as far as we are concerned, if the man said his uh, intention was uh, is to give three, in one sitting we say it is three, matter is over. Right. Ibn Taymiyyah Rahmatullah said, as far as we are concerned, we go by, by what the Prophet Wasallam ruled. What did he rule? He said, he ruled that three equals one. Now, did he, what was the intention of Rukana and so on? We do not know, we do not care. As far as we are concerned, he ruled 3 equals 1, therefore 3 equals 1. I am saying all of this to you, not so that you go and fight with somebody. I am saying this to you, so you understand the background of the of the reason why it is. It is not as if our ulama are all crazy or they want to create problems for us. No. There is a reason why the ulama have ruled and both of these reasons, as I said, I am not here to debate the points. Both these reasons, Alhamdulillah, they have Dalai, so they are correct. However, what still remains, what is the correct way to give talaq? One talaq in the clean period. Don't leave, don't lose that. That is the clean, correct way to give talaq, no matter whose ruling was what, because all of them are agreed on that particular matter. Now, points to note therefore is that this is Hassan compared to giving three talaq only. Trying to make it irreconcilable equals excess. 
therefore it is not hasan with regard to the other thing one talaq is permanent because to get married again or not is up to you so how permanent is it it is as permanent as you want it to be you gave one talaq in the clean period you are separated you never have to marry that woman again ever she never has to marry you again ever it is permanent and at the same time three is not necessarily permanent because after three all that happens is you can't marry her and until she marries somebody and gets divorced again but once she gets married to somebody and gets divorced again can you marry her again of course so how is that permanent so saying that this is irre irreconcilable irrevocable yes irrevocable at that particular point only but after the, 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 the she's gone she marries somebody else the person dies or she gets divorced you can marry her again so one is permanent and three is not necessary one is permanent and three is not necessarily permanent best way is keep the keep to the kitab and sunnah and one of the problems of that is what has been what has started happening and this again also happened in the past and even the Ramatullah has a good opinion on this I'll explain that to you it what is it's what is called halala which is actually harama because it is not what is this halala this halala again I am explaining this only uh, to show how bad it is I mean I am not teaching you to do this I mean please understand this halala is a system where a person divorces this woman and then he realizes oh my god I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done that I want her back but now he's given this three talaq in one go, so it's irrevocable, she's gone. So what does he do? He has an agreement with somebody else and says, look, marry this woman for one night and then divorce her. Right? So this is my agreement with you. Maybe I even pay him, I pay him some money to do that. Because why will he do that? So here's some money, divorce that. So now what are you doing? You are doing something which is clearly, I mean, may Allah protect us, I don't know what to call it. I mean, you're giving some money to somebody else to sleep with your wife. I mean, how bad is that? Ibn Taymiyyah Rahmatullah said, this thing called halala, he said, this is even worse than muta. Because he said that muta at least used to be halal at one point in time in the Sharia before Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made it haram. He said this so-called halala, has never been halal in any sharia of any Nabi. No one ever had it. So you are making, so this is completely and totally haram. So if somebody says halala, correct them and say harama. It is not halal. It is totally and completely haram. So this is a very big issue that we must understand. Now why did all this happen? Because you start with the first talk. You start with the triple talaq. You put yourself into a problem. Now to get out of the problem, you create one more problem. So if you had not done that, if you had given only one talaq, and then you realize, oh my God, I gave her talaq. No problem. Call her back. She's come back. Even if the period is over, she's gone home. You want to go marry her again? Go make the make a second nikah and you are done. There is no need for any of this gymnastics. No need for falling into haram. All of this happened only because you start with something which is wrong. Now, why is the triple talaq still valid? First and foremost, that's why I started with the issue of the Islamic marriage. The triple talaq is married because is valid because the purpose of the sharia is the person who plays with the sharia must be punished. That itself tells you that giving three talaq in one sitting is playing with the sharia, it is not jais. Otherwise, why are you punishing the person? If that was the correct way, why are you punishing the person? 
Every imam of every of every mazhab is clear on this that giving three talaq in one sitting is not permissible. Whether it is haram or it is not haram, the, the, the majority of them say it is haram, except Imam Shafi Ramadullah. And I explained to you why he said that. So they say the man is playing with he's playing games with the sharia. Here is the sharia method. One time talaq in the clean period. He is playing games, so he should be punished. How is it punishment? This is where we come to the issue of wedding. It's a punishment in the Islamic sharia. If the wedding was done in the Islamic way, where the man incurred all the expense. So now you say, alright, you play this game, get out. She is home and dry, she is fine, next day she gets married to somebody else, you are stuck, now you want another marriage, you have to go through all of this again. But unfortunately in our country, we have turned this on its head. So in India, the woman is getting punished, the man is not getting punished. So the maqsad of the sharia is not being achieved. She is getting punished, poor thing, because she is the one who spent all the money. Now this man said, talak, 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 he has gone home and she is landed with this whole big problem. So the purpose why it is valid is to punish the man because in, he intended it and he did it. So why should it not be taken as valid? This is the argument that is given by the, by the, by the scholars. Alhamdulillah, it's a valid argument. So therefore, please understand if you give talaq three times in one sitting to your wife, she is gone. Goodbye. I might say, well, I am al hadith and therefore I follow Ibn Taymiyyah Ibn fatwa. Most welcome, no problem. That also is valid. But the majority of the ulama will tell you that three talaq in one sitting is gone. Now, issue is, in Ibn Taymiyyah case, what did he say? He said, whether he intended it or not, a system cannot be changed. And they, because of someone's intention. Therefore, it is not valid. Haram cannot be valid. That is Ibn Taymiyyah. So, I am just giving you the two positions. I am again not debating the two positions. I am not telling you which is right, which is wrong. Alhamdulillah, both of them are correct. Both of them have their own dalai. But as I said, nobody, neither of them says that giving three talaq in one sitting is correct or that is the right thing to do. It is not the right thing to do. And because of our thanks, uh, our systems today in India for marriage, the woman is being punished. Therefore, I began by saying that talaq and marriage in India, the whole problem is twofold. Both are intrinsically linked. You cannot separate the two. Unless you straighten out your marriage situations, the talaq will always be an issue. Even one talaq will still be an issue because after the three cycles, the man is gone with saying one talaq. She still landed with the same problem because she gave a dowry and this and that and that. So her problem still remains even if he gives talaq according to the sunnah way. The problem does not go away because the problem is rooted in the way the marriage was done. So we have to deal with both. We have to stop ostentatious haram weddings if we want to deal with the talaq issue.